that one about? specifically, <laughs> when Dirk brings everybody, it's like, it's my dojo. And it's just very on the Janus yeah. apartment corner. And it kind of bugs me every time I watch Janus's apartment. I mean, think about the shape and structure of Boogie Nights. It's the same thing. It's like this world through one guy's eyes, who's a regular kind of a guy. But is an outsider. But yes, is an outsider. It's mostly There's in, room for both. It's montage, dolly zooms all over the place, yeah. slow mo, incredible soundtrack. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like incredible wonders going into the club, which is just like going into the Copacabana. I mean, yeah. there's so many things right. that are similar. Don't get me Be wrong. Nice. Boogie Nights is one of my favorite films of all time, but it is an o overt homage to Goodfellas. It is. The Janus definitely. She even like says one designer's name a little wrong. Right, right. Like uh, like Derek does. Right, the, uh, what, what, is the, what is the name of the furniture? That is that the couch she has? Yeah, she talks about the couch she and says she mispronounces it. All right, movie nerd section. One second. I have one other thing that's it's the worst. Yeah. Uh, traffic and cocaine on commercial airlines. Mm. <laughs> Not as easy as it was then, I don't think. So much harder. <laughs> she just like has a bunch of kilos in her baby bag. Yeah, with a lucky hat. <laughs> and she's just like, I got to go from Pittsburgh. Was to it actually that easy? I, I think it was. I think, I don't think they checked your bags. I mean, I don't, I, I honestly don't really remember a whole lot of like security before 9-11. I guess I'm pretty, age-wise, I wouldn't remember, but. How much I, how much weight did you move in the 80s? I'll tell you this. And the I dated a girl who moved to Chicago, and there was like at least two times where last second went to go see her and just it was I, I felt like I could have brought anything on the plane and it would have been fine. Bought the ticket last minute, brought the suitcase, just did it, just threw it up over the thing, and it could add anything in it. It was so easy. It was kind of alarming. I mean, I believe it. I yeah. all right. Let's take one more break, and then we got to do a movie nerd section. All right, Sean, movie nerd section. Chris, you can chime in. You can come in like De Niro stomping on Billy Bats. <laughs> just five things we got to hit quick. Stomping on Calle de Cinema? Uh, Michael, Michael Ballhouse? Michael Ballhouse, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just do like 30 <laughs> seconds on Mike? Sure. Uh, he shot this movie. He's the cinematographer on the film. He's a German guy. He's an unlikely collaborator with Martin Scorsese. This is not the first movie they made together. I think it was the third movie they made together. And he got his start with Rainer Werner Fassbinder. I know we'll be doing a lot of Fassbinder films in the future. Here a on the rewatchables. Guy, yeah. But, you know, I mean, he shot some of the most well-known classics of world cinema. World on a Wire, Bitter Tears with Petra von Kant. Some great movies. Comes over to the States in 82. Makes a little movie with Joe Pesci called Dear Mr. Wonderful. Ah. So not the first time he worked with him. And then he works on a movie called uh, Baby It's You, with which is produced by Griffin Dunn and Amy Robinson. I saw that movie. It's yeah, a John, John Sayles movie. movie. Really good movie. Griffin Dunn and Amy Robinson are getting ready to make After Hours with Scorsese. And they're like, I've got this great cinematographer, this German guy, Michael Bauhaus. And also, he's related to Max Ophuls, another great filmmaker who Scorsese really mm -hmm. admires, who PTA really admires, who was very famous for moving the camera a lot. Mm. Ballhouse and Scorsese are match made in heaven. They worked together, I think, on seven more films over the next 15 years. And he famously worked really fast and could accomplish the things that Scorsese wanted to do quickly, which of course is really important when you're making a movie that has tons of camera movements. So he's a, like a key collaborator over the next 15 years of them. Coming up next on First Take... Ballhouse or Gordon Willis? <laughs> Chris Ryan's going to weigh in next. <laughs> should I should I do a quick shout out to Thelma Schoonmacher? Scorsese's long-term 
longtime editor, and she, I think, is like the secret MVP of this movie in some ways, or at least the cutting is the secret mm-hmm. MVP of this movie. And she was married to a famous world filmmaker named Michael Powell, who passed away while they were doing post production on Goodfellas and Scorsese, like organized like everything for her to go back to England and do the funeral for him and everything. And she came back and finished it. And yeah, this is one of the most uniquely and brilliantly edited movies ever made. So many ideas, so much rhythm in the editing too. Opening graphics. So they're created by Saul and Elaine Bass. Saul Bass, probably the most famous title sequence creator and maybe the most famous graphic designer in movie history. Really well known for designing the title sequences for Alfred Hitchcock, Otto Preminger, a bunch of people in the 60s. He, along with Hitchcock, essentially sketched out the psycho shower sequence. Um, He was a filmmaker himself. He made some movies. He kind of fell into um, a a little bit of like uh, irrelevance for 15 or 20 years there. And then James L. Brooks in 1987 called him up and said, I want you to do the titles for a little movie called Broadcast News. Mm. 